Right. And, it, and you know, one thing that's really helpful around this is knowing that you're not alone. Oh, I'm not the only one that keeps going back into my negative thought cycles. I'm not the one that seems to get off kilter with my emotions right away. Like, oh, wow, like the book is showing because there's a lot of storytelling in here. So it's very relatable. And so it's like, oh, I can see how that's impacting me too. Oh, I've done that or I do still do that. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Have you ever heard the quote, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? And can you remember a time when this quote came true for you? Maybe it was when you wanted to embark on a new career or dive deeper into personal development or just embark on an epic health goal or mend an important relationship or even become a more compassionate, kind parent or partner. I find that when I'm in the mindset of life happening for me rather than life happening to me, doors begin to open for me and the teachers and experts arrive right when I need them to take that next leap. Everything and everyone is conspiring in my direction to get me on the other side, right? To get me to that transformation, to get me to that goal or that vision that I set for myself. And it's often when I shift my mindset from spiraling down into negative self-talk or a negative story into spiraling upward in that really abundant direction, even if it's just with a slightly more positive thought, then everything begins to shift because I'm operating in that energy. This way of reframing is what my bestie and fellow mama, Carrie Tepedino, is a master in. And one of the ways that she has taught me to reframe in an instant moment is with this game-changing technique that she calls one thought away. Basically, we are always one thought away from creating a life that we love that feels super good to us. And let me tell you, this powerful reframe has made the biggest difference in the world to me. Knowing that I am one different thought away from making healthy food choices, or I'm one thought away from a conversation turning into an argument, or I'm one thought away from looking at Instagram or taking that 10 minutes that I have to move my body based on what serves me most, I'll tell you, it is powerful, right? Because we always have a choice. And really, we are a culmination of our choices and our actions. Because this tool, along with many other tools that Carrie is going to share with us today, has helped me overcome daily obstacles, stuck emotional stuff, and even helped me to fine-tune my mindset mastery, I want you to get a taste of how transformative it is to make a couple simple tweaks to your day. This amazing woman embodies self-love and transforms that energy into everything that she loves. Now, before I bring Carrie on, I want to quickly sing her praises. Carrie Tepedino has made her mark as a top leader in personal development space specifically for women. Carrie came from a hard background of low self-esteem, not believing in herself, being 50 pounds overweight and desperate for change. She came to a defining moment in her life where she got to make a decision to continue to be unhappy and burned out or find the freedom that her soul was craving. Through deep study of personal development, leadership, holistic health, nutrition, Ayurveda, yoga, meditation, I mean, she's done all the things. She created her sacred self system, which helped her life go from rock bottom to where she is today, loving a life that she never thought to be possible for her. 
She has influenced over 150,000 women worldwide on mindset mastery, emotional mastery, loving themselves, and just really opening the door for anything being possible. And she's got this new beautiful book that we're going to be talking about, the One Thought Away book that I'm so excited to share with you today. Let's welcome Carrie to the show. Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, one of my dearest friends ever in the whole wide world. Carrie, honey, how are you doing, girl? Honestly, like we're literally like wall to wall or we're like next door to each other (laughs) doing this. You thought we were wall to wall, but we're actually, I'm on the opposite side of the house. So we're neighbors and it's so cool because it's like, you often become really good friends with your neighbors, but your best friends don't end up moving in or some of your best friends don't end up moving in next door. So I think you and I are just so blessed raising our little babies all together and all that good stuff. You know, if you guys have ever caught us together, either on a IG live or here on the podcast too, Harry's twins are nine weeks younger than Kingston. They're basically the same age at this point. (laughs) And Carrie and I do so many things together and she is such an inspiration to me. Um, And we're talking specifically, we're gonna be talking about her her new book, her first book ever, I think, right? Which is One Thought Away, pretty much. And it's beautiful. It's the first time I've seen the cover for the first time. Oh my God, it's so gorgeous. I mean, I think about you all the time because obviously I think about you all the time. But but one of the things that I think about with you all the time, like anytime we're, we're, by the way, we're going through two courses together right now, Manifestation Babe Academy and Money Mentality Makeover. And I, we are constantly, both of us as moms do, like we're getting where you fit in, listening to this content. You know, sometimes she's walking to the beach and maybe I can catch her at the beach if I can get there in time. We both have our earbuds in. We're both listening to whatever module it is. And so I am constantly listening to content from the courses that we're in. And I'm always like, oh my God, I need to, I need to send this, I need to send this thought to Carrie. I'm like, we're, we're always voice memoing. But one of the things that it's always on my mind, especially in terms of a reframe and really coming from my vision self is that I'm always one thought away from coming through my vision self and versus the default mode that we can often fall into. And that's the power of the work that we're going to be talking about is that it really is as simple as it is. It is a practice. It's a practice. Um, But I am always like, okay, one thought away, one thought away. Well, especially when it's, especially when it's crunchy, especially when I'm in my stuff, I'm like, okay, one thought of it, or especially when I'm about to try to get a snack at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, girl, you're one thought away. You're one thought away of going outside and listening to one of your courses or whatever, and walking down to the beach versus eating a half of that huge bar or whatever it is that I'm about to like try to devour. And so those are the times where I always think about being one thought away. How did this come to you? How, what was this download from? And um, how has it shown up for you? I mean, girl, you were doing the most. You were doing all the things right now more than ever. And I know that you are constantly gut checking with one thought away yourself. Right. I really am. So um, thank you for all of that. And I love that it's in your head. It's in my head all the time too. Okay. This thought or that thought. So, so just to put the foundation very quickly for our friends here. So think of it this way, you guys. So you're one thought away from being happy today or not. You're one thought away from like Marisa was saying, like being on track with your detox or your supplements today or not. You're one thought away from 
um, crushing it at work today or not, right? And so it's it's really interesting the power of the mind. Like I feel like the mind is one of our or is our most powerful tool for sure, one of them. And most people just are not leveraging it the way that it could. I know that I wasn't when I was fifty pounds heavier in my eating addiction, broke, like all this, all the things, you know, I've been in the industry 20 years now. So that's been cleaned up for a while, but I was in one thought away, but I was choosing the thought that was not serving me. That was taking me down a different path. than I wanted the results for, and, um, and you know, they compound one thought is going to compound into the next thought and the next thought and the next thought. And so getting in there and really reprogramming how you're thinking, setting down new, new and different neural connections in your brain to move into, okay, I really get that thought I was thinking yesterday is going to keep the weight on or keep my hormones imbalanced or keep me broke or whatever to, okay, if I just in that slippery moment of hesitation, I call it the slippery moment of hesitation, right? Where like everything in your life can start to change and you either go into that old thought or you go to the new thought. And it sounds easy. I would say it's simple, but it's not easy right? It's simple, but it's not easy because we are so programmed to think a certain way. And even from our childhood, it's really been ingrained in us, you know, stereotypical beliefs or labels or girls like me don't have things like that, or my body can't heal, or I grew up on the wrong side of the track or whatever the story is. And so it's just so easy to go back into the old thought. And so what we do in the book is we break it down in a really cool way so that the reader, our friends, have processes that they can apply from the book, apply it immediately and start to get some real shifts, like real transformations right away. And it doesn't have to take 20 years of therapy. Not that therapy is bad. We all love therapy, but like it doesn't need to take 20 years of therapy, right? Like there's stuff we could do right now, right now to start to have a different result today. I agree with you 100%. And I I just really hope that that's soaking in everyone listening right now is that transformation doesn't have to take a year. It doesn't have to take a month. It doesn't have to take 10 years. Now, do some things take a minute? Yeah, you know, it's, it's all relative. But I want people to understand that transformation can happen like that. And what I love about One Thought Away is it's, I feel it's very, and it's different than this, but I want to, how powerful it is as far as I'm concerned is, I don't know if you ever saw, I don't know if it was Mel Robbins, it was her TED talk or it was her book where she has the five second rule where it's like one, two, three, four, five, go, because so often people are just stuck and they don't, either it's imperfection or it's, it's a lack of worthiness or it's lack of motivation, but it's like one, two, three, four, five, go. And it, it feels so much like that. Like this is a tool of being, okay, I'm in this, like, okay, one thought away, this or that. Like I had to check myself today. I had a really crazy, heavy training workout and I woke up tired and um, I got myself to the gym and to my personal trainer. And I was like, okay, showing up to be strong, showing up to be strong. Cause I have no idea what kind of brutal hot mess situation he's going to put me through. And it's, it's, it's immediately starts off and I don't like it. I'm like, oh, this is, I'm not, uh-uh. I don't like anything about any of this. Like, and I was just like, okay, mindset, one thought away. Like you are strong. You, you're strong enough to do this. You are strong enough to get through this. You are strong enough to get, not even get through this workshop or work, this workout, but to, to 
thrive as the as best as you can. Like be able to be steady and consistent throughout it. Like you're not taking massive breaks or anything like that because it's the kind of workout where he expects people to have to stop for a minute and collect themselves. Like I do a lot of emotional walks during the workout because I got to get it. I got to get myself back together in order to get into the next round. And I just kept thinking, I just kept hearing it once out of way of like, okay, you've got this. You can activate this. You, can, you are stronger. You again, And this happens so much, especially in those hard moments where your default is just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just not going to give my all. I'm just, I am too tired. I am a mom who didn't sleep enough last night. You know, the thoughts become like this tornado. Like, and they start to cycle you in the wrong direction, in a direction that doesn't serve you. Um, but I find that this, there are moments like this for so many of us all day throughout the day, like how we can show up, <laughs> everybody. It doesn't matter what your age, what your economic status, your political status, your whatever status, like there are moments like this, thousands. Research shows, Marisa, I don't know if you know the latest one, but research shows that we have 80,000 thoughts a day and 60 to 70,000 of those thoughts are usually negative. So it doesn't matter if you're a teen, it doesn't matter if you're, a, you know, in your, you're about to turn 100, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, unless you've done this heavy work, which doesn't have to feel so heavy, right? And I think that's part of the piece that you're getting at too, is like, what if it wasn't about just surviving? What if it was about thriving? And I didn't mean to interrupt you on your story. It's just like, but it's it's important for all of our friends here to really get, right? It's happening to everybody. Every day. Every day is a new, a new opportunity. Well, and today I was telling you, and I even debated, I was like, do I even need to tell Carrie that I, I, I don't have a nanny today and our days are just, our days just like, ah. And I remember walking in because I was feeling the fact we've Alex and I are swapping and it's just messy because both of us have meetings all day long, literally back to back. We're playing um, hot potato with our son and <laughs> with Kid Kingston. And I was like, you know, what? I'm probably not, I'm just like, I, I sh and what I always say before I, sh I hop onto a podcast interview is I'm here to show up to serve. I'm here to show up to serve and most particularly to show up to serve you and everyone who is listening right now, because I want to get I want, to, I want to be able to capture the most of your brilliance so that I, we can broadcast it into the world. It's always that mindset shift. And you, know, and you and I, we actually took a break because I could hear my screaming son downstairs for like eight minutes. I was like, what is going on down there? And finally, because obviously you're his auntie, you were like, you know what? Why don't you go and check on him and see what's going on? But normally I would have just kept going. And it just worked out. It was so serendipitous that you were here. But th those are just moments just today. I'm just giving examples of today of how it's coming up for me of that practice. And unless you are consciously choosing one thought a day, like it's in your, it's in there, it's a practice. It is so easy to skew towards those negative thoughts that, by the way, do not rule you. Are, you are not your thoughts. It can all, it can feel that way. And unless you have tools like this, it, it really, it really can go that way too. Right. And it, and you know, one thing that's really helpful around this is knowing that you're not alone. 
oh, I'm not the only one that keeps going back into my negative thought cycles. I'm not the one that seems to get off kilter with my emotions right away. Like, oh, wow, like the book is showing because there's a lot of storytelling in here. So it's very relatable, right? And so it's like, oh, I can see how that's impacting me too. Oh, I've done that or I do still do that. And I can see how in that story, that person turned it around or if it was one of my stories, how Carrie turned it around. And if they can turn it around, why not me, right? But here is something that I will say, it may sound simple. Like we said, it may sound simple one thought away, but it's not always easy. And the other thing about this is consistency is important, right? Because like you shifted right before this, right before this uh, interview, this podcast, you shifted. And what we now want to do is like lock that in. Right. So for any of us, for me too, it's like, okay, when I have the mindset shift, I then want to take the next effort. Right. I want to make sure that I'm focusing and putting my energy towards that next effort in regards to not just having like a boom, short term hit of relief, but I now want to shift who I am so that I can get that relief faster next time and then continue to catch myself so that, wow. I'm noticing I'm not really thinking negatively anymore. Like my glass is not only half full, it's freaking overflowing now. And that takes consistency, right? It really does. So it's, yes, it's a simple-ish concept and it does take work. And so, and it's amazing. Like one thing that you and I talk about all the time is we do have these different buckets in our life. You know, we have our, we're both career women, running significant businesses. We're both mamas. We're both, we both have active social lives. Like we're, you know, we are in relationships, like, but we are the common denominator. And this is for all of our friends here too. And so when we focus in on ourselves, which is one reason you and I are in multiple, you know, personal development programs together too, like we're constantly the student. And so when we up level ourselves, wow, look at all these other areas in my life naturally went to the next level. And it's not that I had to seriously buckle down and focus on that one thing. It's I focused on up-leveling my mindset mastery, my emotional mastery, my relationship to myself, becoming and staying present. And then we learn, we're constantly working on learning how to sustain that transformation. So it's not always a, a dance from ground, you know, square one, it's a building upon the work you've already done, right? And that's one thing that that this that the book really does help. It's like, okay, it's not just about feeling better today or feeling better in this moment. Or it's like, okay, this is who I get to be now. I get to be a person who is success-oriented, who magnetizes money, who magnetizes abundance, who like, can have, truly believe I can have anything that I want. That's a core piece that we might want to talk into. Just this really believing, of course it's going to happen for me, right? And this is something you and I are in constant conversation around all of the time. Let's dive into that because this becomes a broader, again, more, yeah, more juicy conversation. One of the things I was telling Alex last night was from Amanda Francis about how these limiting beliefs that we have, like, oh, I just don't get to have the partner or I'm not going to find the perfect person or given how I was brought up, like money isn't, it isn't for me. And she's like, you know, with the chalkboard in the sky, like, was that, did someone write out 
you know, whether it's source or God on a chalkboard in the sky that, you know, Sarah is never going to have more than this much money. And she's like, absolutely not. Like, where was that written? You know, the only confines that we're putting on ourselves is what we're believing. You know, it's, it's, you know, that sabotage. And um, she's like, no, there's nowhere. God did not write on a chalkboard. Like, is, is, you have to just gut check it. Like, is this really true? Is this actually true? And when you think about it, I'm like, oh, no, it's no. Why would that be true for me? What does that have to be true for me? Anyway, so let's speak into, you know, what does it look like? And, and can, before we go in, it is when we just stop and really think about it, it, we do get to have a little giggle. Right. If we can be the witness to all the craziness we allow ourselves to think and the craziness we allow ourselves to emote and we go, wait, yeah, there wasn't a chalkboard in the sky that said I can only feel so good in my body or I can only have so much money. Like it's it's ridiculous that we would like when we say it like that, it sounds so silly to think that that could have even been a possibility that it also gets to bring a little lightness to a conversation or a, a difficult journey to get a certain result. Like it allows us to like exhale a little bit and have a little lightness. Like, yeah, of course, you know, I call source God, but of course God didn't make a mistake on the day that I was born, you know, or of course I didn't have this, like, you can only make so much money or you can only feel so good in this lifetime. And, and so it puts it into context right? It helps put it into context. It does. It definitely did for me. You know, I always think about how, how many pictures on your phone do you have of the twins, right? A gajillion. And, you know, pictures of them on the wall or maybe by the bedside and, you know, and Grayson too, absolutely. So I just, you know, just because the babies, the babies, and yeah, they're right there. Oh, so sweet. My, all my babies, like all my babies there, I'm always surrounded with my babies. They're like, right there. You're one thought away. As you know, my story, I had Grayson at 42. I had the twins at 48, right? Like you're one thought away. You're one thought away from saying, you know what? That dream is way too important to me. There's no way I'm going to let that dream go without making it happen in this lifetime. There's no way. Absolutely. Well, and I was thinking about how if, if, if people, anyone listening, you know, if you believe in God or source or, you know, um, you know, a higher being and, and you're thinking that there's a lack of worthiness, you have to think about how, how God or source is looking at you is kind of like how you would be looking at your babies in their pictures next to your, your, your bed. You know, that's kind of how it would be. And so in terms of you coming down being here in on this beautiful earth planet and, and getting to live this life that it's all available to us, you know, whatever we want. And yes, you know, we've gone through traumas and yes, there's you know, people who've gone through, you know, terrible oppressions and they have had, you know, just terrible things happen where those beliefs are locked or feel like they're locked in. And it, and it can be so hard to kind of see past that because our brain is trying to do such a good job of keeping us safe. And it's not always working in our favor, but we have a way, we do have that ability to reframe. We do have a, that ability to heal. We do have that ability to shift our belief around things. And, and if it means you kind of just imagine yourself with a chalkboard that says like, hey, guess what? You know, I, I can have anything that I can imagine. Like I can open my, I can open the door to whatever it may be. I can come through as the person I want to become. And that's exactly what we're going to talk to us about is kind of how we can get there. Cause I get that. Yes. You know, on a philosophical level, 
people can be believing what we're saying is true, but I know that there are steps and practices to actually get us to operate in that, in that capacity. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through the super mineral so quickly. Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my Essentially Whole Magnesium Restore Supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. Here's something I know every woman can agree on. Stubborn belly fat can feel like the worst, especially when you've tried everything to lose it. Not to mention, belly fat can be dangerous for us too. According to a brand new study, women over 40 who have excessive belly fat are up to 20% more likely to suffer a heart attack. And no surprise, hormones are involved in belly fat production, which is actually good news because we can optimize your hormones and metabolism for a flatter stomach. And that's exactly what I'm offering to you as a free gift today. My Belly Slim Down Guide gives you three effective strategies to get rid of belly fat, along with recipes to reduce bloating, balance your blood sugar, and speed up your metabolic furnace to optimize fat burning. So grab the Belly Slim Down Guide with my proven protocols and recommendations and recipes now at drmarisa.com slash slimdown. That's drmarisa.com slash slimdown, and the link will be in the show notes. Right. And you know what? I appreciate that you brought this up because I had one client at one time, and I will go through the steps, but I had a client at one time who said, so it just feels really weird. Are you telling me to lie to myself and just like basically fake it till I make it? And I'm like, no, I'm inviting you to live into the projection of the woman you want to be and the life that you want to have. And that's different, right? Because that's not like being out of integrity with yourself or lying or whatever. It's about getting clarity on who do I want to be and what do I want my life to look like? And then start to really visualize like what in your mind, start training your mind to see that as the life that you have and feel what it feels like to have that life now. What would a woman who has an eight-figure business, what would she be thinking today? How would she be feeling about that? What actions would she be taking, right? And so you start to be that woman or be that business person or be that person now. And then what happens you know, because consistency, even 1% a day, I mean, 1% a day is 365 percent shift in a year, which is insane. And so it is, or it isn't insane. I guess that's a mindset. But so then it's really about like, okay, like what I'd be doing now, if I had that life already, and you start to live into the projection of already having it right. So it's completely an integrity. It's nothing like not an integrity or lying or something like that. But so with us, we have the one thought away. So the book is called one thought away. And then we have the one thought away process and it's a five-step process. And we, we help map it out in the book as well. But um, we touched, I already touched upon it a little bit, but 
Number one is that mindset piece. Like the mindset mastery piece is critical. Otherwise, just like you were saying, Marisa, you go back into the old way of thinking and it happens in that slippery, hesitant second, right? So, and then number two is the emotional mastery. How do I start leveraging the energy of my emotions to work in my favor and not work against me? And we go deep into that. Three is relationship to self. You know, so how have I set my life up to, number one, give myself permission to know it's okay to take care of myself. Self-care is not selfish. And um, what are the boundaries that I have? How am I protecting my energy and my time? So that what we find with our clients and what I found with myself is I start to get more done with less effort and time and energy, right? And it's just, it's a, amen. It's like you collapse time, right? Like you start to just become uber effective. Not like we have to be super women. We can take the S off. It's not like that. It's just that you start to really believe in a different way of being and possibility and production um, personally and professionally. The fourth one is becoming and staying present. And so with this step, what we do is we learn to let go of the vices. For me, it was emotional eating. That's why I was 50 pounds heavier. I checked out, escaped, and numbed out with it. That was my vice. So um, when I was in my heightened addiction with my vice, we didn't have social media because it was a, it was a while ago. But now there's other things like people are addicted to social media. So social media could be one or online shopping, you know, or it could be drinking or, you know, could be overworking. That's a vice. But how are we checking out, escaping and numbing out and not being present here and living the life that we want to be living? Because we're living in the past, fear of the path, past, or we're living into a future, which is usually worry, you know? And so if we're focused on the past or the future, we're not living here. So we get to live here. We get to be that next wonderful version of us. And then so we can heal the past, learn from the past, which doesn't need to take a lot of time and create this ex these extraordinary futures. Like you and I talk about all the time, like we're clear where we're headed. We have big futures ahead of us and seven generations ahead of us, right? Like we are very clear what we're doing. And then that fifth step is that sustain the transformation. So one thing that I appreciate about the process and how we've mapped it out is we have mapped it out so that the brain can hook into it and it doesn't get overwhelmed and then stagnate and go into paralysis and do nothing. Oh, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start when I can get it done perfectly. So we take you out of perfectionism and procrastination. We take you out of overindulgence. We take you out of overwhelm. We take you out of all those old ways of being that don't serve a lot of people. And, and we really like, shed those so we can ground an anchor in here and say, okay, we're going to skill you up. We're going to give you skills so that you can get clarity on what you want. And then you can actually make it happen. Not because you're sitting on the couch, praying it in or meditating it in. You get to have clarity and intention, but then we help with the inspired action to breathe into it from a place where it's not overwhelmed or it's not riddled in anxiety or riddled in stress or whatever else it is, right? It's really interesting. I mean, people get people get results fast, like really fast. And as soon as they start to even get one small result, that starts to reprogram the brain. Wow, if I got that result, maybe I can get another result. 
and you start to identify with yourself differently. I am a woman who has followed through. I am a woman who, or men or women, I am a person who can have success. I can create results, right? And then it just starts to snowball, right? It starts in your favor. It's like, wow. I mean, you and I have been talking about this even recently. Some of the stuff that checks in the mail where we've been like, okay, that was unexpected, right? Like a $10,000 check in the mail or, you know, certain clients or stuff in our businesses or you with your health and your health goals. It's been extraordinary. Like, like it's, it, this works, this works when you work at this works, right? Exactly. When you work at this works. Yeah, I just love that. And and it's exactly it. Like you imagine yourself, your future, who you're going to become. I like to call it your future vision self or your, you know, because this is a, a women's health podcast, uh, women's, and this is all about mental health, you know, mindset health. I mean, all of it, like this is where it's at. Like we get healthy, so we get to do this. But this, one of the things, right, gets that next level. Um, but one of the commitments I had told you earlier this year is I wanted to get into my my best shape ever. And um, how I imagined it is I imagined my future healthy self. And I imagined future healthy Marisa, you know, December 31st, 2023. And it all worked out. I'm so grateful and thankful that I'm more toned. I've got more metabolic flexibility. I've got more energy. My brain is firing all cylinders. My labs look phenomenal. Right. And so I, every day I show up as, okay, what does that future self, what is she doing? How is she operating? How does she get up in the morning? What kind of workouts are she, is she choosing? Is she choosing the walk over the snack? You know, and so, you know, and so every day I'm making decisions from her because what's so cool about it is that she, these are um, second nature to her. She just, she's already there. She's there. She is that healthy vision version. And so if I'm operating as her, the choices, the the ones, the, the thought, the decisions, the habits, well, they're already locked and loaded. And it's so much easier to make those decisions as her coming through from her than it is like trying to like wrestle with myself around it. So that's the power of it. And that's really the power that you're bringing in this book. It's how we can encapsulate and how we can know who she's going to be, the questions to ask, the the diving in. Because I know that there's work around that too. You can't just be like, oh, you know what? Healthy version of myself. Like you've got to know what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? And so. Yeah. And you got to put that, you got to put the effort and action behind it, you know? And, and so it's, it's really important. The accountability, you're going to need accountability in place and all that stuff. Like you and I are accountability partners for many, many aspects of our lives. Yeah. So it's, you get to have the clarity. So here's something. Okay. So I'm that girl who loves to study the brain. So, um, geeky or not, I love it. And so the brain, your brain is going to hook into some plan right? Because that's what the brain does. And the brain usually wants to keep you safe. Like you mentioned this briefly before. So anytime we start to stretch outside what the brain, our brains know, it's like these alerts go off. Something's wrong here. It's unknown territory and unknown territory. And so, and so then the brain goes, kicks into high alert. Oh, something's wrong. I got to keep them sick. You got to keep Marisa and Carrie safe or whatever it is. Right. And so then it starts to slide back into the old pattern. And so what we're doing here is we're training the brain to understand that uncertainty does not need to equate to pain, 
you know, we're, we're training the brain to understand that it is actually safe to stretch outside your comfort zone, to stretch into your next level of potential, and that change can equate to opportunity. And so you start to have a different uh, relationship with uncertainty. You start to have a different relationship to the unknown because everything we want is just outside our comfort zone. And so then, you know, even if things like, even let's say, okay, your na- you didn't have a nanny today, right? But there is a level of like, God, let me see how I can figure this out. Like, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to crush this day. I'm going to slay this day and I'm going to come out feeling incredibly on point. I'm going to learn something different about myself. And Kingston's going to have twice the love that he would have if the nanny was here, right? Like we get to like, totally, and he's in heaven, right? And so it's really about like, wow, what do I get to do with this, right? And we can't control other people. We can't change other people, obviously, like in relationship or whatever. We can't control them. But we can certainly look at like, what am I doing? How am I growing myself? How am I seeing the student? How am I thinking? And how is my thinking contributing to what may or may not be working? And then from that place, you're going to make a decision again. So the brain is going to hook into a plan. And so we, what I say is we get to give it a plan that we really want to have so that because whatever you cognitively believe you're gonna need to prove yourself right, right? So if you believe that getting in the best shape of your health, or if one of our friends here believes that making money is never gonna happen for them, whatever it is, even while you sleep, your brain is gonna be working to making that belief right. And so we wanna be really, really careful. What plan are we giving our brains to hook into? I am very clear. I'm gonna give my brain the plan that I really wanna have for my life because it's going to be working working towards it all the time. Even when I'm not thinking about it, it's going to be working towards it all the time. And so when it's working towards it, it's influencing how I emote. It's influencing um, the actions that I take, the actions that I take on a you know, consistent basis. And those obviously would become my habit, you know, and then that impacts my environment, my results. So I really, so we've, I mean, we've been teaching the one thought away process for the past 20 years, really. I've been in the industry for 20 years. We've been teaching it for 20 years. But then what we really looked at was like, or more actually. Um, but what we did is we, when I say we, I say my team and I, because I believe my team is, this is just as much their book as mine. They're amazing. And so what we did is we pulled out this piece because we said, what is the piece that will really, you know, break the habits for our clients to really get that result that they want in their life, with their health, with their wealth, and with relationships. And that piece is the mindset piece. And it is that one thought away and giving the brain just one thing to hook into so it doesn't get overwhelmed and say, oh, this doesn't make sense or, oh, I just can't do it or whatever, right? I love it. Um, I want to get into a little bit of practicality. We've talked about this before, and I'm going to use the example of snacksidents. <laughs> you know, it's what Alex says. I know. I don't know if we. I know we've read it somewhere else, but Alex was using it the other day in one of our emails as a snacksident. And snacks they happen. They go down. You know what I'm saying? They happen. Some somebody is listening right now, and it did happen today. 
And like, let's say you guys all know where the snacks are. You guys all know where the goodies are in your house and, you know, what's for the kids and what's not, not for you technically, but you know where they are. And there's, there's these moments, right? Where we're, we're, we had a stressful day. We're overwhelmed. We, we got off a crappy call or we're just feeling tired and, and under-resourced and we just need a little something, right? And, and one of the things we talked about was, okay, that one thought a day, right? Because there's other ways that we can optimize energy besides a snack. And honestly, if you choose a sugary snack, you're just going to get on the blood sugar roller coaster. And honestly, it's going to tank your energy anyway. So it's the opposite effect. And so we were talking about one thought a day of having you open up that cabinet and there's a list, a list of five things that you can do instead of you reach for a couple of those chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> choco cookies, reach for the choco cookies. Uh, and you can pick one. It could be, it could be air squats. It could be go take a walk. It could be listen to your favorite music. You know, I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Um, so let's say that it would, is there a recommendation around the, the practicalness of this, of sitting down and saying, hey, this is where I know these are my weak spots where I can fall victim to my thoughts or to whatever. So snacks are one, let's just say, or it is, you know, getting up to go to the gym. I just, for some reason, like I can't get into the car or it is whatever it may be, you know, can we, can we preempt ourselves through journaling, through having these little lists that can be little reminders, little prompts for us to choose the thought that's going to move us in the right direction. Yes. Beautiful. Actually, we do a list of five exercise. It's not in the book. We do it as part of our um, perfect health mastery program. So that's great. And that is a great tool. Let me explain a bit into that. It's a great tool because what research shows is that that desire to have that snack, snack accidents is hilarious, but to that energy behind wanting that snack is usually, unless it's physical hunger, then that is different. But if it's emotional hunger or something like that, it's like, what are you really hungry for? Why are you hungry? Well, I'm bored or I'm fatigued or I, I really don't want to go work out or whatever that is. So, so that's part of the emotional mastery work we do. And so it's understanding that everything is energy, even your emotions, like Albert Einstein taught us, everything is energy. And so if you, and energy cannot be destroyed but it can get, it will always get transmuted into something else. And so we actually do a list of five exercise with our clients about like having that pre-made before that moment that you want to go eat or snack or whatever and choose one of those. And it's five things that you just, you just love to do because you love to do it. Not because you have to go do it for work or whatever, but love snuggling with the twins on the ground or for me, I love to pray or going for a walk down to the beach or I'll call you or whatever, like just five things I love to do. Then give yourself about 20 minutes and somebody might go 20 minutes. Like, oh my God, I could inhale two bags of choco cookies in 20 minutes, but just give yourself 20 minutes and go, okay, I'm going to go do this one thing off my list for 20 minutes. And then if I really still want that choco cookie, I'll go have one. Right. But in 20 minutes, your energy has usually shifted to something else. And if it's something like you're being active, like you're snuggling with the kids or you're going on a walk, then that energy has already had another outlet to move itself out of. Right. So the list of five, I absolutely love. We did not include it in the book, but that's a great one. Another one. I mean, we have we have a lot from our program that we haven't, you know, like 
Another one though, that didn't make it to the book, but it's also a very powerful one. It's just going to, I don't have one here with me, but just get a rubber band on your wrist, right? And every time you catch yourself having a negative thought, snap that rubber band and immediately replace it with a positive thought. And then what happened? That sounds simple, but it's not always easy. So it goes back to that again, but that's something our friends can do right from this podcast. They can do that right away. And it's not like I made that up. You guys have probably heard this in like 10 other places, but have you actually done it right? And done it consistently for a period of time. So you start to form new neural connections. And what will happen is you're going to realize like, you'll probably realize like, wow, I didn't realize I was thinking so many negative thoughts in a day. And then you'll like, if you're good, right. And then if you're consistent, you'll realize like, wow, I'm catching myself mid snap or wow, I'm catching myself before I need to snap now. And oh my gosh, I'm actually not snapping that much anymore. Right. And, but it does take that focus and energy and that consistency, the awareness and the, the consistency. One of the things I've been doing, I haven't been snapping my wrist, but I've been, and it's an exercise that we learned in Money Mentality Makeover, which is blow it up. Let's say you you went, you have a conversation or you, you're having some, an issue with your partner or you're, you're not, you know, you're not feeling appreciated or whatever, whatever the funkiness is and you're in it, you're trapped in that kind of that mind spiral, that negative spiral, you get to just blow it up. You're like, you know what? I'm going to blow this up. Like I'm, it's a redo you know, a, a restart in a way. And anything in our life, any any moment in our life can be a redo or a restart where we're just like, you know what? This is not how I want to show up. This is not how I imagine this going. And I know that these thoughts aren't serving me. So I'm just going to blow this up and I'm going to reframe this. And there's something about that too, whether you're snapping your wrist or you're blowing it up, whatever works for you, but you get to choose another thought is really what it comes down to. You know, one thing we do have, which will be really powerful, because I think when you really want to change your thinking, when you really want to change your life, you get to start with changing how you think. And so it's important to have it just even in your peripheral vision, like wherever you are all the time. So at the end of every chapter, what's really cool is we have something called principles. And so at the end of every chapter, it's not a worksheet. It's a printable. Like there is a printable that you can download. They're really pretty. They're really nice. And it pulls out for each chapter, it pulls out the common beliefs to disrupt. And then it pulls out the lessons to learn from disrupting that common belief. And so what's really cool is like, you know, you can print those out and then put it where, put it in the pantry, put it on the refrigerator, put it where you do your snacks snack attacks or whatever in your bathroom when you're brushing your teeth or where you know where you see it every day yeah where you see it all the time you know my house well like I have stuff all over my house which is always keeping me in this conversation all of the time and so the printables are super super cool and they're very helpful I love that so much oh my gosh there's what I love about this is it's not just, I love the one bottle away concept because again, simple yet again, practicing it and it's starting to shift the mindset, which then moves you into an ascension of really stepping into the person that you are trying to become and the life that you really want, right? The life of your dreams. That's what this is all about. And what do you have to lose? Right? Right? Why not be all in? It's not like we came to this planet. We're like, oh my gosh, I'm here because I want a plan B life. I'm opting into a plan B life. 
Like, why would we ever opt into a plan B life unless we didn't think we deserved anything better or we didn't know how to get it or we didn't know how to dream dream what we wanted, right? There is a visualization that comes with the book at the end of chapter two, I think, right in the beginning that helps people start. Because some people, I mean, I talk, you know me, I talk to thousands of women and there's more women than you would believe that are like, I don't even know what I want. I've been, I've been concentrating on my kids for decades. I don't even, I don't, I'm so disconnected. I don't even have a dream. And so that visualization at the end of chapter one or two is super helpful so that people, my, our friends can start to get clear on what do I want? And oh my gosh, I actually don't want that. That's what my mother-in-law wanted for me or whatever, right? And you get to get clear of what do I want? And so we help you get that vision right from the get-go. And then the principles are super helpful throughout the book. Those principles are helpful. And then, you know, we teach like thought swaps, which is like flipping perceptions. I'm not good enough. Well, what if you were? And what if you were, what if this could be easier than you ever thought? Girl, that's my favorite one. That's my favorite one, right? Because I grew up with the belief that if it, you don't get it until, unless it's really hard. It doesn't, you don't get to have it unless you really had to work for it. I was talking to my mom about this the other day and she's like, wait, is that like a, like a nine on the a zero to 10 scale of hardness? Unless it's a nine or more, I don't want it. Like I was talking to this about her because I'm like, how often do you only sign up for the ridiculously hard things, right? The ridiculously hard relationship or whatever it is. I'm like, what is, she's like, yeah, I know if it's a six, I can't, I'm not doing it. I'm not available for it. And I was like, yeah, but what if, and we were joking around, we were, you were having a lot of fun with this, but I was like, but what if mom, it gets to be so easy. What if you're only available for the zeros? And she's just like, all right, okay, okay. And I was like, what that, how good would that feel? Like, let's just like feel into that of like, you know what? If only if it's a zero through two, am I even going to do it? You know, it's going to be that easy for me. And um, it's such a mindset shift and it's so powerful. And so I'm very, very available for, yes, we're doing this and it gets to be so freaking easy to do. And fun. And fun. Oh, yeah. Right. So as you know, I just recently did a retreat, a women's retreat with some of my clients and we and you know this, I've never taken them to axe throwing or a, a smash room before, but we did a smash room. I, it was crazy. It was so wild. Love it. I would have destroyed that room. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of my clients did. It was so funny, like clients in their 70s, just like, ah, you know, just releasing. All that aggression. Just getting it out. And my women are, you know, it's not like they're like super, they're not aggressive women, but it's just the human experience. And holding it all in. And so anyways, we had one woman in the, we had multiple women, but there's one I'm specifically thinking about that said the exact same thing. She was saying like, she had been trained to think success had to be hard, you know, and, and having the life that she really wants to have has, it must be hard. And so she went into this, it's just training from her childhood, right? Between usually between three and eight years old. So she went into the smash room. She has her full protective gear, like the shield over her face. Right. And and there was a computer monitor there and computer there, not the monitor, the computer piece. And man, did she take that computer down, right? It's like somebody you would never expect. Like, you know, you think she's like a librarian or somebody. My mom was a librarian for 30 years, so I can say that. So, but like, she was just like, 
you know, like you would never expect it. And she went into that smasher man and she was, she got it out and she allowed herself to release. But it started also in how she was thinking. And I am safe to release my emotions that aren't working for me anymore. I am safe to retrain my thinking. I am, I can do the thought swap on why does it have to be really hard? Like, why can't it be really easy? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm opting in for easy and fun now, right? It was amazing to see her after that smash room. Like she just, she crushed it. <laughs> she crushed it. I love it. I love it. When I just think, yeah, I'm, it is that mindset shift. And, and the other thing about meeting so many women who don't even know what they love or don't even know, you know, what fills them up, you know, because they have been tending to everyone else. And, you know, we, and we get to discover this when we deserve to discover this. We deserve to live in joy. And, um, and here's the thing is that we, it gets to be on us to figure that out for us. And, you know, no one's going to figure that out for us for, it's gotta be, it's gotta be you. And it gets to be you more than anything else. And that's what I really want to speak into of like, I know it's so easy for us to get into a victim story of like, oh, no one's helping me. No one's supporting me. Like, I just feel like I'm doing it all myself. And, and we can really reframe that and really step into our power and say, Hey, I get to own my story. I get to own how it gets to go. I get to own what I know I love to do and then step into that. Also, you get to have an affirmation of everything's working out for me. I'm fully supported in every area of my life. So one of my favorite affirmations because, ooh, girl, it's got to be because my automatic brain wants to go into, look at you doing it all by yourself again. Look at you, you know. And so that one gets, that's one of my favorite juicy. I remember I said that with my mom a month or two ago and she was like, I'm just offended. I'm just offended by this affirmation. I was like, well, that that be, instantly became your favorite affirmation right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, cool. We talk about this too in the book. We talk about ownership. Like we get to own all the results that we're getting in our life and all the results we're not getting in our lives, right? And so we talk about that right from the get-go because ownership is a big part of this conversation. And it's... um. That piece, like for with coaching so many women who many might have, many women have been conditioned to be the martyr, put everybody else first. And maybe there's something left for me at the end of the day, but I'm going to put myself on the back burner, right? Like, so we call it the martyr or maybe the victim and maybe, and at being, and so let me say this, some people have had horrible things done to them and they're, yeah. And we are not saying you have it. And we know that you, whatever happened, happened. And you are stronger than that thing. That's what I'm going to say for sure. And it doesn't mean you called it in or, you know, there's a whole thing around this, but and that's like a whole nother podcast. Right. But what I will say is this conversation about ownership is meant with us in our community in this One Thought Away book. The conversation about ownership is actually to put you in a place of empowerment. Right. And so, because what we say is when you start to realize that you're, you get to own the results you have and own the results you don't have, what you do is you actually put yourself back in the driver's seat of your own life. And you start to say, yeah, I'm unavailable to having anything less than boom, 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 and boom in my life anymore. I am unavailable. And again, we can't control other people, but we can control our thoughts. 
And we can be in a very empowered relationship to our emotions. And we can control our actions, which become our habit. There is a lot that we can control. There's some things we can't, but there is a lot in regards to how do we, we can have great influence on how we respond to a situation, even if maybe we couldn't control how somebody was or what they did to us. We can control how we're in relationship to that experience and what we're going to do from here, right? So we do go into that in the book. And I think it's really empowering because it really does help shift any victim mindset or perspective or energy or martyr energy or perspective or stance, right? Because who wants to go for the rest of our lives? Even if you've had horrible things happen to you, do you really, I mean, we can easily live to a hundred these days. If you take care of your health and everything, it's like, okay, do I really want to stay a victim for the next, until I'm a, for the rest of my life? Or do I really want to continue to think that there's only a, you know, hopefully there's a little bit left for me at the end of the day. Do we really want to have that perspective on our life for the rest of our life? No. I mean, I imagine most people don't. If there's something that, if we do choose to stay in a mindset that is not serving us or a way of being that is not serving us. It's because there's some payoff, right? And so the three payoffs that I see happen a lot, Working, I've worked with thousands of women. The three I see a lot are look good, play safe, or be right. And I learned this from one of my mentors many years ago, Michael, look good, uh, be safe, or play right, or be right. And so if we're continuing to think thoughts that aren't serving us, which lead to actions and habits that probably aren't serving us, why are we staying there, right? Like, let's take this snack, for example. So if we know that the snack is not going to serve us with our goals for our health, why do we keep doing it, right? And so you either get to look good, play safe, or be right. And so what could that be? Well, if I keep snacking, then my insulin keeps spiking, and then the weight stays on, and my hormones are crazy, and then I get to say, see, my health can't change. It works for everybody but me. See, I've been right. This is what I've been saying my whole life, right? Or for example, let's say that, um, let's say you're scared of being more visible, right? And so if you have extra weight on you, like I had 50 pounds on me, right? And so maybe it's actually a form of protection. So the snacks are actually, if we pull back layer by layer and layer of the story, Well, the snacks are keeping the weight on me, which actually makes me feel more protected because when I go out in the world, I'm not attracting as much attention as I notice I attract when I'm 50 pounds lighter, right? So then the payoff of the snack, even though intellectually, you know, you don't want the snack, the snack's not helping your insulin levels, the snack's not moving you towards your your annual goal, but there's a payoff for staying in the thought and the actions of that habit, right? And so it's very, very hard to shift a habit or shift how we're thinking about something if, unless we get really intimate with what is it costing me to continue to be loyal to the payoff? Wow, it's costing me a relationship. It's costing me getting letting somebody close to me. Whether I'm 50 pounds heavier or not, it really doesn't really have to do with the weight anyways, usually. It's just about you allowing it, you know, take the walls down away from your heart, um, allowing yourself to be vulnerable and connected. 
what does it cost me? It's costing me my health. You know, my lab work is still not good. My doctor is now saying I need this, this, and Dr. Reese is saying this, this, and this, right? Like, you know, like maybe there's other health risks happening because you're not stopping the snack, but you're not stopping the snack because there's a payoff and you just need to peel back the story and see, well, what's really going on here? So payoff and cost is a really big piece that we talk about. It's really important. I just love, I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. I know the book is coming to print right very, very soon. You guys are some of the first people to know. Very first people to know. Um, and we've got a, a sweet little gift where we're going to get the first chapter. We're going to get a little extra bonus. I'm going to have the link for that so you guys can go and download. And then on the, is the 9th and the 10th, correct, on Amazon, May 9th. Yeah, well, May 9th is the big day we would love everybody to go. Yeah. So May 9th and May 10th, it's going to be available on Amazon for like $4.99. We can all grab it for like, right? 99 cents. You guys, please go. It's it's in honor of Mother's Day for all of our mamas and aunties and grandmas and caregivers and all, you know, just women in general. Just, you know, this book is for, for all of us and 99 cents. So I had a client say, so can I buy this for a mother as a Mother's Day gift for all the women I know? Like, can I do, can I buy 20 copies on Mother's Day and send it off? And I'm like, 20 for 20. Yes, please go do it. 20 for 20. <laughs> Yes, please. Yes. I was going to say, this is the perfect Mother's Day gift. And this is like, I just so grateful that you are launching it literally Mother's Day. Uh, you guys, again, you got a couple days, mark it on your calendar, go and get it. I'll have the link for everything, but it's literally next week, Mother's Day weekend, go and buy extra copies. I love buying at least three copies of books like these so that I can gift them to my favorite mamas out there. And it's a beautiful girl. You just, it's so beautiful. I'm so proud of you. And I just want to say thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I love you so much. You're a sister to me and raising our babies. And, and I just also know you're a mama bear to your audience and your community and you don't put anybody in front of them lightly. And so thank you for having me and sharing the message. Yeah. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> love you. What if our transformation was on the other side of just one thought and then the next thought and the next thought? I believe this 100% and Carrie and I are both living this truth every single day and we are in constant practice of living this truth through all the things that we do, through the conversations that we have, through the practices that we have, even through the course content that we consume. You know, you always have a choice and you have the power within you to choose a different thought, one that will move you closer to the life, relationship, career, and health that you love. And that's why I'm so excited to share Carrie's book today, her brand new, beautiful book, One Thought Away. And as she mentioned today, you can go and grab the first chapter. I'm going to have the link inside of the show notes. And then on May 9th and 10th, so next week, later next week, you can buy the entire book on Amazon for literally just 99 cents. It's the perfect gift for Mother's Day. So I highly recommend that you mark your calendar, go and get the actual book, the hardcover or the Kindle version, whatever's available, and give it to friends, give it to other mamas, give it to other women. I'm gonna be gifting it to my mom because it's such a beautiful book to own. It's got so many wonderful tools as we talked about today. And it would just be such a beautiful gift to be able to give somebody. So I'm going to have the show notes for both the link to go and check out the book, the book bonus page, 
and then on Amazon so that you can go and buy it on the 9th and 10th of May. And as always, I hope that this episode and what Carrie had to share today really moved you. And if it did, feel free to subscribe to the show and take a moment and rate the show so that more women are coming through to become the CEO of their health. Until the next episode, have an amazing day. 